Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, Lecha fans. Just want to let you know that this interview was recorded before we got our most recent commercials. So we want you to hear it because something big is happening this Saturday. So take a listen, and the Dress Lecha's interview begins right after. Enjoy the mix. Pa-da-da-pa-da. Time to do some commercials. To pay the bills. Oh, my God. Uh, happy birthday to La 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 Zada. <laughs> Dude, we didn't even discuss that. That's how effective their, your, Look, their YouTube ads right? is. Me Whoever wrote that song and Galing, did the no? jingle, Galina. you guys should get paid big time. Uh, so Lazada's uh, birthday sale is happening this Saturday, March, March 27. All right. Yes. And uh, we have a, okay, very important. If you're going to shop, you probably were already planning to. You already have some stuff in your cart because I have, can I just say, you know, 49 items damn, in my cart. I mean, Damn. if I had the money, I would check out on all of so them. So you just put it in cart. Right? I just put it in the cart in case, in case, in case you, you need lotto, right? to check out, uh, you know, these certain <laughs> items. And because they would have uh, on March 27, they're going to have like 90% off on yeah. some items. Yeah. Free shipping with no minimum spend mm-hmm. and deals up to 90% off. Wow. Yeah. So if you're going to shop, very important. There's a link in the podcast description that yes. you're listening to. Click on that. Come right. on, you guys. Click on that and uh, just shop, man. You already know. And don't we have a code? Yeah. it's it. Oh, no. It's not a code. It's just that link. Oh, so okay. shop through that link. Please shop through that link. Yeah. And like if you we were going to shop anyway, right? Yeah. And like we said, um, you, you're going to have like free shipping vouchers. And mm. there are a lot of stuff happening. March 27. 90%. 90% right? If yeah. I can get like... 10 pesos for mm. a 100 peso thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? There we That's go. Math. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, make sure uh, when you, you click on that link that we have here and you check out on Lazada's birthday, which is March 27, this Saturday, if you're listening Saturday. this week, it's this Saturday, okay? Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, that does it for commercials. To pay the bills. Commercials. To pay the bills. Welcome to another Hala Hala Show, Tres Leches. Yay, finally. Yeah, another one. Uh, so remember, Tres Leches. Finally, Leches. it's not just you, JC. I'm sick of you. <laughs> so Tres Leches, in case it's your first time listening to this uh, kind of bonus, uh, it's where we guess really interesting people, uh, people that we find uh, we feel that More you, interesting than us. More interesting than us, for sure. <laughs> sure. Where we feel like uh, you, our Leche fans, will really enjoy maybe knowing more about them. And this is really cool because our guest today is also part of Podcast Network Asia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And you guys know that. And I'm sure like a lot of the Lecha fans are also like true crime fans. mm. So you will truly enjoy this. And I, for one, personally, very, very excited because I'm also a true crime junkie when it comes to you stories. Stories. Not me. Yeah, no. Right, right. Uh, so we have, <laughs> we have joining us today a uh, host uh, of The Last 24 Hours, which is available wherever you listen to your, your favorite uh, podcast, uh, Jet 
Tagasa Benson joining us. Hi, Jed! Hi, Jed! Hello sa lahat ng nakikinig So, so we, we are uh, we are conducting the interview online yep. right now. So hi Jet, what's up? How are you? I'm good. What have you been up to? Okay. Right now, busy hiding. Hiding, <laughs> hiding from, from people. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> from COVID. And also working on the second season of the last 24 hours. Oh, so, exciting. Completed the first season. Mm-hmm. So now I'm busy researching and writing the topics for the second season. So right. when you when you uh, work on the podcast, uh, do you usually work on it like every day or is there like a day for research? Or gusto mo uh, parang every day? Wala akong set uh, na schedule. Mm. I do it however it, I feel. Mm. Lately, it would seem like it's every day. Because I, I, I think about it, even though say I'm not working on a story specifically, when I'm just doing something mundane, like mm-hmm. taking a shower or washing the dishes, all of a sudden I would realize, ah, oh, that would be a good angle. Or And then I would go back to the computer and start kind of putting it in. So it's it's however I feel. There's nothing, there's no set, no set way of, of going about it. That is I can totally relate to that. It's just that I don't have a true crime <laughs> podcast. But sometimes I would just think about stuff like that while washing the dishes. Or, you know, yung parang I, I like going going back to the stories that I, I listen to. Because I like listening to like a true crime podcast. But the thing is, I don't usually listen to the stories about like really big, yung parang mga infamous crimes. I like the hometown stories. Right. Like small weird ones, and not even just crime. Mm. I like the, you know, they found like another city when they dug a hole, and you know, weird mysteries. Yeah, I I like that. Also, I really love hearing about ER stories. I don't know why. Like, alam mo yun, parang somebody came in mm. with an axe on their shoulder and just sat there for hours. Oh, right, yeah. Yung mga ganon. like a big shot through the heart with an arrow. And he's still alive. Yeah. Somehow. I love those stories. Uh, I don't know why. Like, somebody got axed in the head. In the forearm. Uh, like, functioning. What? And, and or they became geniuses. I think there was a story like that. I'm, I would, yeah. I think that happened somewhere. Let's try that, Let's Casey. try it, let's try it, let's try it. <laughs> so, Jet, before we talk about the, the last 24 hours, uh, we want to get to know, you, you know, you, you, as, you a as a person. As an individual. As an individual. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she just made a face, you guys. <laughs> so, Jet, uh, let's let's talk about uh, you when you first started. Yeah, okay. Uh, when you first started the podcast? Oh, no, no, just uh, prior to that, too. Uh, like, okay, what? no, actually, what we really, because, you know, with the Halo Halo show, we want to get to know more of you. And, and most of the time, we start with what you like to watch. Yeah. So what are the stuff you like to watch? You know, starting with movies. Is it just all crime-related stuff? <laughs> I'm sure you love, like, lighthearted stuff too, right? Speaking of lighthearted stuff, like last night, my husband and I watched Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Oh, with <laughs> Andy Samberg. Oh, my God. So funny. I- the cats, oh my God, it is hysterical. The cats, we had our cats sleeping in bed with us, like lying in bed mm-hmm. with us. And we're watching the movie and we laughed so hard. They both jumped. Mm-hmm. Out. <laughs> <laughs> they both jumped out like, what the heck was that? <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't laughed like that in 
such a long time, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. pandemic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I do like uh, lighthearted stuff, but obviously, and I don't know if it's because of it's the result of the pandemic. Uh, I do have a tendency. Okay, it's not a tendency. I do love horror movies. Oh, okay. I love watching horror movies. You have like your favorite. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah, it, it is a tough, a tough one. one. It's always a tough one. No, but recently, what have you been loving? You're the recent ones that you watch. You know, surprisingly, I like like sci-fi horror. Okay. There's any like genre that I really, really, I'm um, you know, sci-fi horror. Um, I think it's because I can watch it not so much like this, mm-hmm. like in between my fingers, <laughs> um, like. Recently, there's a movie, and I don't know if a lot of people know it because there's not a lot of promotion, but I highly, highly recommend it. Okay. It's Sputnik. Sputnik. Okay. And that's a a sci-fi horror movie. It's a sci-fi horror movie, and it's Russian. Oh. Mm. Well, yeah, Sputnik, right? Yeah. So you're going to have, and it's it's just super interesting, Mm -hmm. and it's a creature type of horror as well. Mm. So I highly recommend that you watch it. That's the, most recently. That's the uh, most interesting, scary thing that I remember mm-hmm. watching. I um, actually like those those movies as well. Remember we talked about what was that? Life. Life. Yeah, because when I started watching Life, have you ever watched that? Which um, one is it? Ryan, the one with Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Yeah, no. uh, you should try to watch it because it's also okay. creature. It's, a, it's about a parasite yeah. that, oh, kinda... no, that eats okay, everybody. Oh my god, that movie annoyed me so much. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Okay, I'm a huge alien fan. Okay, okay, okay. Any scientist worth their salt mm-hmm. should I don't in the especially if this is what in the future they should have watched Alien. <laughs> <laughs> How to approach creatures like this? They should not be putting their face this close. Seriously, <laughs> when I was watching that movie, and their faces were like that, my husband and I were like, "Have you not seen Alien?" <laughs> <laughs> so that that really, and so when everybody started getting killed, yeah. we were just both like, "Well, you should have." You deserve it. You deserve it. You poked the bear. <laughs> You should have known better. So, yeah, it was that movie kind of annoyed me. Then it, got, it, it got to Earth, too. They, I know, it got to it, Earth. They released it into Earth. You know what? That's really like one of my favorite theories to date. Yeah. Uh, because I saw a theory on Reddit. I don't know if you've seen the theory. But uh, they talked about how they, like somebody theorized that Mars was once Earth. And when that parasite landed on Mars, it ate everything in Mars, and now it's yeah. the Mars that we know now. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. It makes right. so much it's sense, right? <laughs> but you, it does kind of make sense because, right, we are all like descended from an, an asteroid yeah. that, you know, came and. The Big yeah, Bang, blah, blah, blah. The Big Bang, yeah. We're all, we're all stardust, mm-hmm. so. That totally makes sense I to like me. that. I yeah. like that line. We're all stardust. Ah. <laughs> How about TV shows? Like series, I mean. Uh, TV shows, obviously, I really love the true crime TV mm. TV series. Okay. Um, but uh, I do you also, like the cheesy ones like CSI or something? <laughs> I started with CSI. Oh, yeah, same. I started with CSI. And I, you know, I was really gutted when it, 
when it finally ended. But, you know, it, it kind of became formulaic yeah. later on. Mm-hmm. But I, I loved, I love, love, love CSI. What CSI so, did you start watching? Or, or where did you start? The OG one. The OG one. Yeah, the OG one. I remember the first season, that the first episode that hooked me in. And it's very true crime. And it's yeah. this case where they're following this killer. And he he's leaving uh, where he's going at the back of uh, the doors in the bathroom, in the men's bathroom. Yeah. So that's how they were tracing him. Mm-hmm. So because he's a truck driver. Oh. He's traveling around the state and killing all these women and he's leaving clues at the back of the uh the doors the, the doors of yeah. the toilet mm. yeah it's like a calling card right yeah, yeah. but and i know I, like I don't they don't they leave like usually like serial killers leave like their their signature don't they have like that like a signature yeah i think for this one for this particular csi episode the killer that was his signature yeah Salikot. Damn. So now, you know, you have to think twice whenever you see something in the back of the toilet, the door. I love going to reading stuff at the back. Right? I mean, especially lately, not so much before, but of late, well, when I used to go out a lot. (laughs) You know, of late, hindi lang mga pangalan. Some of them have like, you know, stories like, oh, yeah. You know, and then it's specific. This and this person did this and that. Mm. This person has STD. You know? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> no, it is weird though. Why why people enjoy reading? I mean, obviously a lot of people are on their phones now when they're on the toilet. Mm. Uh, but before, you ever? I don't know. I would, just read, me. The, I would read the shampoo bottles. Same <laughs> shampoo bottles was, or like comics. I was taking or something. poop. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just feel like your mind is like. Needs to do something while mm. you're in the bathroom. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you can't just now, be staring at the wall. <laughs> yeah, but now people just play video games, yeah. mobile games. Mobile I, don't, I don't know. Like, can you imagine, like, umi <laughs> irik? You're playing a game. I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So, Jet, uh, um, now that we got to know a little bit more about your, you know, why your interest your interest in movies but first what about you i mean uh the podcast is that your full-time thing are you doing uh what do you do other work what 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 do you do in life (laughs) so by profession i'm a pop culture events marketing and social media manager oh that sounds so cool by our profession we work in events uh, as hosts so oh no by our profession we attend we attend we We get free food from these Uh, events so what what exactly does that mean? You you call, you're the one who uh, creates the whole event. No, so I'm hired by people who create the event mm. to do their marketing, events marketing, and social mm. media strategizing, nice. content creation for them. Ah. So um, before the pandemic, before the shutdown, actually we we did do our event online as well. Mm. Uh, I was working for. Uh, uh, a Qatar gaming convention. Oh, wow. So it was going to be the first gaming convention in Qatar. Whoa. And then if, but because of the, because of the shutdown, obviously it had to be moved online. Mm-hmm. And then the plan was after that, we were going to do a pop culture event, mm-hmm. a pop con. Uh, but before that, I also worked, uh, I used to be based in Dubai and I used to work for the Middle East film uh, 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 Comic Con. So Comic Con. 
That's amazing. Cool. Did yeah. you ever attend the SDCC, the San Diego Comic-Con? No, I never had the opportunity. I wanted to and, and the New York one. Mm. Um, but also at the same time, because I was actually, when I was working for MEFCC, I was also working, I had another job. Mm. My main job was as a TV promotions producer. So I was working for a, for a TV network in Dubai. Well, also at the same time, my husband and I set up our own company and we did mm-hmm. pop culture events because that's where both our passions lie. Mm. Okay. So we, we decided, hey, you know, uh, there's a real demand for for, for something like this to happen in Dubai at that time. There was no, no one was really doing it. Mm. Um, and through a mutual friend, uh, we, we, we got into pop culture events. So our, a friend of ours actually was the one who, who's, who founded and set up uh, MEFCC. Mm. Uh, and then he, he brought us in. And then seven years later, we were still doing it. Then my husband and I, and during that time, my husband and I also did our own thing. We did like a, we we did a um, a zombie uh, obstacle race. Wow! Like a zombie yeah. run. So you did the marketing yeah. for that one. Yeah, we did the logistics and marketing for something for that one. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's it's not just a zombie run. It's an yeah. obstacle. So you're you're not just running away from zombies, but you're having to like go through water you have to climb stuff you have to like navigate a maze and hopefully a zombie doesn't get you so. <laughs> was that the outbreak so, one or is that well this one we did in dubai okay oh, so in dubai did, okay yeah we did it in the desert oh, oh that's amazing that's dope. How, how many years did you stay in dubai 13 years oh wow and you came and and you you came there like to be like as a digital, like a digital marketer. Uh, sorry, like no, uh, no um, the, I was hired as a, a my 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 the bulk of my background is mm. is broadcast media. Broadcast oh. media. So before, that, so before that, I was actually working in Hong Kong for eleven years, twelve years. I'm old. Wow. <laughs> so I was hired. I was in the Philippines working in advertising as a copywriter. Mm. Uh, and slash a producer and then I got hired in Hong Kong and then in Hong Kong I worked for two networks and then from Hong Kong I was hired in in Dubai Dubai. in Dubai I was just in one company but then like later on uh, while I was in Dubai that's when we started getting into pop culture events and so when did you move back here to the Philippines two years ago ago. Mm. late Mid to late 2018. Mm. Yeah. Were you involved in like APCs, like Asia Pop Comic Con at all? Or is there anything that you did for I that? Wasn't, I wasn't involved at, uh, like uh, as an organizer, mm. but I was there promoting. I had my own uh, Stop booth, booth because yeah. I was, yeah, I I created a comic book. Oh. Uh, it's called an Ash Can, actually. It's just, ba- it's, I published it myself. It's like an A4, folded in half. Mm-hmm. I had an illustrator. It's based on one of my short stories, a, a horror short story, a ghost horror short story okay. <laughs> about a, 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 a child, a, a child who was sexually abused. Mm-hmm. So the, all the proceeds for that uh, went to, uh, to uh, organizations that help sexually abused street children. So I was there to... Uh, yeah, for, for donations. Yeah, 
So you're also a uh, you're also an, uh, a writer then. I mean, besides, uh, oh. besides mm-hmm. what what else have you? What other bodies of work have you produced besides the podcast? Uh, as the a, apart from podcast, yeah, so I I finished. I've actually finished um, after I left my job in Dubai, and when I had more time, I finished a short story anthology, wow. horror, horror fiction anthology. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I finished the screenplay that I've been working on since college. Wow. Oh, whoa. Like I had that, I had the seed of the idea in college mm-hmm. and I kind of started working on it and then looked at it a few years ago and realized how bad, cringingly bad it was. <laughs> and and then, then you finished it when? Yeah. Then knowing what I know now, having more of a life experience and just technically being more comfortable with the, my voice, I hadn't developed a distinctive, a distinctive voice mm. back then, mm. you know. I feel like now I have a stronger voice, which shows in my, which shows also shows in my podcast. Cool. Um, so I have that. So if there are any movie producers listening, <laughs> I was about to ask, like, did you ever, you know, present it to anybody? Did you submit um, it for, I don't know. This one I haven't. I'm a bit uh, possessive about it because okay. I feel like it's a really unique idea, mm. and it, because it's a love story, horror, action, political drama. Okay, that's a lot of layers. <laughs> it's a lot of layers. So, if I was gonna have an ep- like an elevator pitch for it, it would be like if Twilight meets. Fuck! There was another movie. Shit! Can I ask? cursed of course, of course. <laughs> we weren't <laughs> cursing because we thought you did it <laughs> we were being polite <laughs> i'm trying to be more conscientious of not like cursing mm. but yeah it's 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 uh yeah so i haven't i'm still trying to figure out a much better way when i start i think approaching ser- seriously approaching people about mm. it i want to be more clear about what i want to do because I am very possessive about yeah. it. I really believe in it. So I want it to go far. But in the meantime, I have other kind of stories, script ideas yeah. that I've actually, yes, approached. I've started the process, and then which makes me realize how it's, it's not easy. I'm like, and I thought I had connections. Yeah. But apparently not. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard, yeah. I mean, like, these are the types of professions that you never really think of. I don't know, because nowadays, like, you know, kids are, like, more, I want to be, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not shitting on it, but, like, I want to be a, a, an influencer, a TikTok YouTuber, star. a TikTok star. But, like, sometimes we forget that these these professions actually exist. Like, you know, marketing, digital marketing for events, for pop culture, and mm. then screenwriters, screenplays, uh you know, it's just movie it's producers. Movie. Like, how many movie producers do you actually no, no, know? No, but the thing life? is, movie producers, you need to have money, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't just be like, I want to be a movie producer yeah, tomorrow. True. <laughs> <laughs> what if I could be? I just don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> I could produce your movie. I just don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> what if I pay you in hugs? <laughs> If only, right? That's one of the things, especially now with the way things are in the world. Mm. You know, and it really annoys me. Like, I wish we would just go back to barter trade. Like, if you want 
like a pair of new shoes, I'll give you like a dozen apples nice. for, for, the, mm. for a pair of shoes. You know, and, and then that way I think people would be a lot more, they'd be more caring about the environment if we had to exchange item for items. Items, yeah, that's Instead true. Of like currency. Yeah. Can I just ask you about uh, this? Because I, this is, um, what do you call this? Like, I, I believe in this, like... Wala lang, parang ito yung pinaniniwalaan ko as a person. Uh, that you don't have to be just one person the rest of your life. Because like you, you you shared your story that you actually started with advertising and then into broadcasting and then events. into events and now writing. And podcasting. And podcasting. Because for me, I truly believe that. That you don't just have to be one person. If you feel like you found your calling in life at a really young age, you can still change that you can still try other things so can you tell us about like how you went through or how you decided to like move to another career or another industry like what went through your mind actually first what did you take up in, co- in college? college yeah so i'm a kulasa saint scholastica's college oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> um uh, mass communications really and i actually had a double major in design mm-hmm. but i got a job um as soon as I graduated from my mass communication, I, and I still had one year to complete my my design degree, but because I had a, I got a job already, mm-hmm. like I didn't go through with it, you know. And my first job, I loved it. It was, uh, I was editorial assistant for the Cultural Center of the Philippines. Oh wow, CCP. Yeah, and it was amazing because I'm also very interested in art, and so I was helping the the publication arm of the CCP whenever there's a there's an exhibit or an artist who's exhibiting so we go through the the work of that artist and then we do we do take photos we talk with the artist and they're also they're always always very very interesting people but um there's when i started i have always thought and this is because of my mom she mm. she was the one who put the thought in my head that because she, she somehow thought that people in advertising were really cool. And okay. they are. They know? are. <laughs> yeah. That's where the cool people are. So you have, to be, you have to be in advertising. So I got into advertising. Um, but then, and I wasn't really thinking about being anything else apart from, you know, like I, the production side. It was also because I was... Uh, working for a production, like as a freelance, mm-hmm. working for a production company, um, but just on like during weekends. This was during the time when showbiz talk shows were the thing. Okay. You know? So they needed like segment producers for for certain segments. So I would do segments for them. I would produce segments for them, but I wasn't doing it full time. I was still a full time mm-hmm. copywriter. And then somehow I really literally just saw an ad and I didn't even um, uh, apply for it myself. I had a friend apply because I thought my friend was better qualified. Okay. I said, you apply. <laughs> and this was the Hong Kong job. Oh. And I said, you apply. And then he applied and he got in. Oh, and then wow. when he was there, he was like, dude, they're still looking for people. And <laughs> me your CV. And I'm like, well, Okay. And then I sent my CV, and then that was the beginning of a beautiful future. Wow. <laughs> uh, was it like living in Hong Kong? Yeah. Yeah, and then I was in Hong Kong, and I worked for Star TV. Uh-huh. 
And then I worked for the Cartoon Network as well. What? Yeah, so I wasn't, but it wasn't, it wasn't really a path that, like I said, I was, I was set, like, advertising. I was going to be a copywriter. Then I'm going to move to becoming a senior copywriter. Mm. Then, and then in the, in, and all throughout that, I'm going to uh, write a screenplay. And then I'm going to be a director or a screenwriter, blah, blah, blah. But that's not what happened. Mm. I moved abroad. I met my husband abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought I was going to be in Hong Kong for a long time, but then an opportunity in Dubai came along and I moved to Dubai. Wow, you're like a, the citizen of the world. Jet setter. Okay, <laughs> jet, jet setter. So there wasn't really any plan. There wasn't a plan. Um, you can't, that's what I learned. You and especially now with the pandemic as well, right? Like, I'm sure a lot of people had plans before the shutdown and before the pandemic, mm-hmm. where it'd be quick career, travel, personal plans. Mm. All of that kind of went to shit. Yeah. Right? And, and this is the same thing with, with my, my journey. I, 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 sometimes life will just kind of take you or maybe kind of nudge you. Mm-hmm. I think what's important is that you're open to it and that you have the courage mm. sometimes and sometimes i feel like i don't want to sound hokey or like kumbaya yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no you know but but it really is you have to have first of all the courage mm. and trust that it's taking you somewhere that is going to be the next stage in your life yeah. mm-hmm. so right now i'm nearing i'm i'm 48 so and It's, I feel like I'm kind of back to square one with this podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it more uh, exciting or scary? It's exciting and scary because every day, and, and I'm sure you guys went through this, you know, you're trying to grow your, your listeners, yeah. you're trying to grow your brand. And I'm always like, And it's always kind of growing. There's, it's not like it's going to go down, right? Because I've just started this journey. I don't even really know what to look out for. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's exciting and it is scary. And I have a feeling that it will lead to other things because that's been the pattern in my life, in my personal journey. That, like, and, and this is the same thing with my book, with the, the, uh, the book. Actually, it's called Mene, the book. Okay. Um, where I just wrote this short story and then I said, I really want, because it's based on a true story. Mm-hmm. It's actually a retelling of a, a true story, mm-hmm. a really, really sad and, and tragic true story that really, really affected me so much that I felt like I, I have to do something with this. And it started with that story. And then I said, well, I think I'll actually turn it into a comic book and see if I, I can use it to help people. And then when that happened, uh, my friend said, well, He gave me a, my own booth at one of the, at the Comic-Con. Yeah. So I was there uh, with my sister selling my comic book to other people. So it's, you just kind of do what, follow your, follow your heart. Mm-hmm. Again, it's, Kumbaya. It's, yeah, follow yeah, your heart. Kumbaya. You hear that, you know, you hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it's not easy. Also, it's not easy because... 
follow your heart, but you also have to eat. You have to listen to your belly. Yeah, true. <laughs> you follow your heart, but you feel your belly. And you know, when you're hungry and you have to, 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 you know, work in a job that does not really make your heart stay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's challenging, but you always have to, I think, have to have that on the side. Mm. And even if, like, when I was when I was working, when. Uh, when I started working on my scre- my screenplay again and my short story anthology, working in broadcasting is really stressful and it's really hard. And the last few years, it it was even more stressful. Mm. So, but and it was taking me away from my passion, which is that that thing. Yeah. Um, but I made a decision that even though I have to work and make a living, mm-hmm. I have to work on this other thing, even if I have to do it. Little by little, you have to make a commitment that if you have to make a commitment to your dream or your passion, right? Even if you have to say, right, Saturday morning or Saturday from one to five, which is what happened. I would tell my husband, don't bother me (laughs) in this room, and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, you know, from one to five, mm, this is what I'm going to do. But I like that because remember, we talked about it on the podcast where you need to have like five hobbies, like. Or five things that you do in life, the one that feeds your your brain, the one that feeds your heart, the one that feeds your belly, mm. uh, and then like two other, other things, things that I remember that I don't remember. But it, it kind of makes sense. I'm sorry, I don't remember it. But it kind of makes sense that you can't just, you know, do one thing f- forever, you know, even if it's not your main thing, even if it's, it, even if it's not your main hobby, yeah. you still need it. You know, yeah, just Absolutely. an example of that. I right? know, cool. So, Jed, let's talk about the podcast. Uh, let's talk about the last <laughs> twenty-four hours. Uh, you know, if, if uh, our Letcha fans out there want to mm-hmm. listen to the trailer, it's it's also you have a trailer already, which uh, you detail. Uh, well, not detail, but you you share the stories that you talk about in season one. Mm-hmm. So, how many stories did you do you have for season one? Season one, I think I have six stories. Wait a minute, I've got like so. I've got the Black Dahlia. I've got Pepsi Paloma. Mm-hmm. I've got Cypress Serial Killer. I've got Christine Silawan, The Mutilation of Christine Silawan. All five. And then I've got Murder in Kuwait. The Domestic Helpers in okay. Kuwait, right? And these are mostly um, Philippine, like based in the Philippines crime. Yeah, so okay. all of my podcasts has a Philippine. If they're not, if they didn't originate in the Philippines, there's a Philippine connection. Right, yeah. right. I think recently I just read about the Black Dahlia. Yeah, Black Dahlia. Yeah, I read about it, but I kind of forgot about it because, like I said, like I'm more interested in the hometown crimes. Um, but yeah, that's pretty interesting. Do you already have like your favorite episode that you recorded so far? The Black Dahlia is actually one of my favorites, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because for me it was surprising. Yeah. Because the Black Dahlia is a very popular, very notorious true crime, super violent yeah. Uh, unsolved mystery in LA mm-hmm. and the fact that it's got a Philippine connection and the fact that the person who made that connection is the son mm-hmm. of the suspected killer is like crazy yeah I'm trying to remember the black Dahlia is it so can you can had, you give me like a yeah so she is she it happened in the 1940s yeah uh, she was an actress or a, an aspiring actress her body was found mutilated uh-huh. in a public space somewhere in L.A. And it, it, just what happened to our body was super, super gruesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Um, uh, and then it, it was unsolved. Nobody knows right. n- until now who, who did it. You know um, what? I, I remember because I, I listened to I, my favorite uh, true crime podcast right now is My Favorite Murder. And they're two. Yes. Do you listen to my favorite? Are yes. you a murderino? Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, most of the time that's where I get my my you know true crime fix. <laughs> and then sometimes also like documentaries online. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I watched the movie with Josh Hartnett. I don't know if that's yes, exactly. That's it. That is the black. That Dahlia. is okay. That's the black Dahlia cool. that I featured in my podcast. Uh-huh. And apparently, according to uh, this guy who's an ex LAPD officer mm-hmm. his father and he this is so my podcast is actually based on his investigation okay. because he says so after his father died he found a photo that he claims looks like the black dahlia okay so which made him look into his father's past okay and as he's investigating he you know he's becoming more and more convinced that his father killed a black dahlia. And then when the police apparently were kind of also uh, getting closer to figuring out that his father is possibly the killer, his dad left L.A., went to Hawaii, mm-hmm. met a rich Filipina, okay. married her, went to the Philippines. And then during the time that he was there, the original Chop Chop Lady murder happened. And what? the M.O. of her murder is similar to the Black Dahlia. So it was possible he was—he actually lived here and committed a crime here? That's, that's yes. That's what, what this investigation, that's what my feature is all about. Yes, that's why, you know, like, no way. It was one of those. Yeah, no there's way. one of those things. No way. No, but you know what? Actually, it's, it's also so, sometimes, like, we forget about these these stories because I feel like culturally we don't believe that it's possible to have like a serial killer here in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. You know how I've, I've heard about this before. Like I've heard people say this before now it's impossible that we don't have, it's impossible that we have a serial killer here in the Philippines. You know, it's just not in our culture, but how can you say that? I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't my, tell. My, the, if we had an effective efficient and competent police exactly uh-huh i would say we would pop yeah i mm-hmm. i would totally believe there was a story that i read and this happened in latin america mm-hmm. like one of the most prolific serial killers was in latin america and um it was found out because there was just an investigative reporter who looked into it but it was and it, he wasn't found out he had already murdered so many young boys mm. yeah and it was because of the fact that the police were fucking incompetent, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, yes. and, 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 and a lot of the victims were poor, poor, poor. Yeah. yeah. No one really cares. Nobody, nobody really cares. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, no one cares. Mm. So I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. So wait, uh, Jet, when you, when you pick these stories, you said you picked them because there, there's a connection to the Philippines in some shape or form. Right, yeah. Uh, how many of these kind of stories do you think there are? Is there enough for, let's say, how many seasons worth of, of, of the last 24 hours? And also, where, do you, where did you find the connection? I mean, do you just Google crime Philippines? So, I mean, <laughs> what, what, how, do you know, how did you find out these stories? Or 
why did you pick these stories or how did how did you specifically find stories that have connections to the Philippines? Because it must be kind of tough, right? To 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 find out find yeah. them all. Surprisingly, it's not. Really, it's crazy, but it's not. Okay. Um, I just pick a topic, mm-hmm. like um, case in point. I mean, and not all of them, not all of them are like have a connection like directly. Directly, yeah. My Pepsi Paloma uh, episodes obviously do yeah. not have, you know, connect, like murder uh, from abroad or like a big crime. Yeah. That one I made the exception because it's just such a compelling story that all Filipinos just can't seem to let go. Yeah. yeah. Even so I can't I, let go of it. Like, exactly. You I just can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eternal fascination. Yeah. Um, so I had to, I had to tackle it. Um, but like, my other story, which is the Cyprus, the serial killer in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. My topic, I wanted to tackle serial killers. Okay. And then so, and then I find out about this serial killer in Cyprus. And Cyprus is a small island. I mean, it's an idyllic vacation type island. And they had, they just recently found out that they have a serial killer. The first ever known serial killer in their country. Mm-hmm. And his victims, his most of his victims are Filipinas. Wild. Oh, no. Damn. In Cyprus? Yeah. In Cyprus. So, which so means like he hunts them or she? Is it a he or he, she? It's a he. So, yeah. he specifically <laughs> targeted Filipinas. Filipinas? Wow. Yeah, so, he murdered four Filipinas, one of which is a six-year-old child. What the holy. That's whack. Yeah, that's whack. Damn. You know, even like, um, I only found out when I watched the series, even the Versace killer. Mm. I mean, yeah. like, had a Philippine connection. <laughs> I well, didn't know. <laughs> I yeah, mean, he's, he's Filipino. Filipino. Yeah. He's Filipino. But I didn't yeah. know. Actually, I did not know at We're all. We're everywhere, man. <laughs> that, was the one played by, that was the one portrayed by uh, Darren Chris, right? Yes, Darren yeah. Chris. Who is actually part Filipino. Uh, Filipino. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Thankfully. Thankfully, they got the right... Uh, uh, ethnicity, ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, like they uh, got Vanessa Hudgens to play a, a Latina woman, right? That's true. That's true. Okay. Anyway, um, so Jet, uh, when it comes to the podcast, uh, you know, you said you listen to my favorite murder. I personally have only listened to maybe a few, but Rika's a big fan. But I'm the such but, a big fan. but uh, just from the few episodes that I've listened to, your podcast is it goes in a different direction. You don't you you're first of all you 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 run it solo. You don't have a co-host. Mm-hmm. And you're, it's more of a, a telling of the story rather than a discussion, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, and, you know, people are listening to you now during this interview, you know, you're, you're very laid back and whatever. But when, if they listen to the podcast, it's very, it's a, it's a very professional, like uh, you're like a narrator in the yeah. sense. So yeah. why did you choose to go in that direction in terms of uh, producing your podcast? And how does it feel being like a narrator for these stories? I think it's mostly because these are real people, mm-hmm. especially for the victims. I'm talking about real people. They're not fiction. So it, for me, it's more of out of respect mm-hmm. for their stories mm-hmm. that I've decided to do it that way. I can't really be... I, I, yeah, it's just... I, I think it's it, it wouldn't be right for me to have a like a relaxed attitude about it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mainly why, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, now that you've mentioned that, you know, you tell stories of actual people, these are real people, I'm just a little curious because I came across this idea when I was listening to My Favorite Murder when somebody actually 
um, uh, they retold the story, and then the, the victim of the actual story reached out to them, and which is something that we don't think about when we listen to these stories, when we watch these these movies that they're actually they're based on real, real they're based events. on actual people. There yeah. are you know victims behind it. So I just want to know your thoughts about that. Like, have you ever reached out, maybe to a family member, or do you ever plan to? I would like to. Right now, it's you know when you're up against a deadline and you have to, mm-hmm. you know, it's I'm a little bit hampered by my my schedule, my production schedule, and my deadlines. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was still quite busy with uh, doing stuff for you know my work work. Yeah. Um, it was it was tough, and I think I'm not emotionally prepared. Right. So I think we'll we'll put something like that yet because this is my first attempt at the podcast yeah i think that's a that's that would be a really serious emotional mm-hmm. step mm-hmm. for me to do i would like to right now actually i'm i i am interested in bringing in more guests or having like interviewing people but i'm more of interested in the technical side of it okay because i'm approaching it as a as a person who uh, interested in podcasts like i would love to talk to that Forensic lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would who was be amazing. very vocal in the Christine Dacera case. Yeah, I would love to interview her. I would love to interview a police officer. I'd be interested to to find out their thought process or any process mm-hmm. when they when they approach a crime scene. You like, know, yeah. You know what I'm really interested in, like a job that nobody also thinks about, like of going into. Mm. What do you call those people who type? In in court cases, in courtrooms, they're like legal. The transcriber, yeah, the the one that trans transcribes everything. Trans- court reporter, right? No, there's like a stenographer. Stenographer, because I mean, can you imagine being the stenographer in like the Ampatuan case or something? Alam mo yon? Yeah. you would have all the information with you. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like the machine that they use for stenography, I don't know if that's the word. <laughs> it's like Two letters at once, so that they they uh, they oh. type, you know, really fast. Okay. Yeah, not like just one letter per key. What? Yeah, what? they have like a diff, like a whole, like a different machine for that. I think I just because if I was like the stenographer of that case, I'd just be making a face the whole time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Alam mo yung parang kayo. I judge <laughs> I, I, I feel like I also cannot be a stenographer. I cannot, I cannot be a stenographer. <laughs> Even like as a like a jury yeah. member of the jury, I'd Girl. be like, Hello! <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but yeah. Okay, so Jen, cool. what are cool. your what are your plans for? Uh, you said that you know, like you said, maybe for your next seasons, you want to interview uh, people, get more people on the mm. show. But what what? How do you foresee the last twenty four hours moving forward uh, as you know as your podcast grows or as your as your you know your content for the podcast? How do you what do you envision for it? I know you you, you don't maybe like you said you always you don't really have a you didn't have a plan and you kind of went from one thing to another. But now that you're here, what what do you want for it? Um, obviously to grow the brand, to mm-hmm. go grow my listenership, and also because. If you notice a little bit, and I want to 
have a little bit more of that in the second season and in subsequent seasons. I have a bit of a social issue element okay. to my stories. So like with the, the, the domestic helper murdering Kuwait, mm. I like talking about, obviously, the gruesome element and the violent element, but also I, 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 I like putting a spotlight on issues that led to these incidents. Mm-hmm, true. So, like, the, what uh, domestic helpers have to go through. So, moving on, I am hoping to spotlight a few cases that maybe are not being talked about as much. Mm that people need to talk about and people need to know about. and But at the same time, but also have all these other more maybe glamorous cases. So I'd like to have uh, that continue that element and then have a little bit more of that element. A little or, bit of social you know, commentary. Yeah, yeah. A bit of social commentary uh, purely by directing people to know more about these real people mm. and why they died and the issues that led to their deaths. Got it. Right. Okay. So just like a, I don't know, last question for me. Mm. Uh, what do you want to tell um, people who have never listened to an episode of like any true crime podcast or are actually not interested? What do you want to tell them why it's actually, or why you like talking about these things that it's not just romanticizing, you know, true crime, <laughs> right? What do you want to, how, what do you want to tell them? True crime, I think, taps into that innate curiosity within us. Mm-hmm. And especially for terrible events, terrible situations that happen. I think true crime is good in a sense where it helps us understand why bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. And when we understand why bad things happen and why people do bad things, somehow we get a sense of feeling safer, you know, because, hmm. you know, you kind of, you, it's kind of like ad- identifying the monster. Yeah. If you put a face to the monster, you're not so afraid. Mm-hmm. I think true crime taps into that. And also, if you listen to the last 24 hours, it's not just specific true crime. It also tackles uh, pop culture references, mm-hmm. pop culture events. Uh, uh, I'm not pop culture events, but pop culture references. Like, young episodes go uh, regarding Christine Silawan, where I go into cannibals. cannibals. Right. I go into the Momo challenge. Yeah, we talked right. about that on our podcast too. The Momo yeah. challenge. And 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 by that, and then we talked about, and then I talk about the Slender Man. Mm. So, yeah. So it's not just about. I think what's interesting about and different about my podcast is, is that it's not just specific to a crime. It's a lo- I provide a lot of context. Uh, when you listen to my podcast, you're not just listening to a true crime story. You're listening to a true crime references or any other incidents or events mm-hmm. uh, that is related to the story. So, and it's go- it, it's going to go from like I said from Pepsi Paloma to cannibalism to uh, serial killers to Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, that's the thing with the Pepsi Paloma case. I actually, because there's very little, if not any, mm-hmm. forensic information regarding her suicide. So I look into Jeffrey Epstein's case because that's a most recent case. And it's similar to her case in a sense where it's a suspected murder suicide. Yeah. 
at it, so, at it. Yeah, so it's not just a straight retelling of that story. If there's any way that I can relate a crime with something that people are talking about, right. that it's more current, mm. then that's, that's what's going to happen. Mm. Well, that's oh my goodness. I cannot wait. Yeah. You know, every year, every year it comes up on my timeline, the Pepsi Paloma case. On Facebook, every, there's a certain time of the year where it just comes up and people talk about it again. Because why stop talking about it? Mm. Right? It's violence against a woman. And yeah. we have to keep talking about it. Yes. Because that's the, that's the, you say that when you say that a woman did it, because she was 16. Yeah. I'm sorry, a minor. She was, six, she was <laughs> a minor. A minor. And, yeah. And, um, yeah, if you listen to the podcast, it's not just what allegedly happened to her. It's all the adults and people around her who should have been looking out for her. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And, clearly took advantage of this very promising young woman, really. I mean, especially if you see her on screen, you see images of her. I mean, she could have been, you know, one of our greats. Yeah. So regarding, you know, since since your podcast, uh, the, the way that you wanted your podcast to uh, have an effect on your listeners, uh, for the, your first season, have you gotten any feedback or any, any of your listeners reach out to you and, and you know, kind of said, hey, thank you for making this. Thank you for explaining this. Thank you for bringing this side of the story. What have you? Uh, what 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 uh, kind of comments have you received from the first season already? I haven't. I haven't received any comments. Uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, from a, I've received comments from friends, friends, family, okay, okay. but not to, you know, anybody that I don't know of. So if you've listened to my podcast and you, you know, want to comment or get in touch, you could do so by uh, getting in touch with me on my Facebook, on my podcast Facebook, which is at Historia Nijet. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. So last question for you, Jet, uh, to our Leche fans who are on the Halale show. They, they take our, uh, you know, recommendations. Yeah, recommendations seriously. I don't know why. Uh, but uh, I, they, I'm sure they, whoever listened to this Tres Leches with you, uh, they, they, they trust your voice already. So uh, feel free to please invite uh, our Leche fans to, to listen to you. And, of course, tell them about your future plans, uh, what's going on, you know, your social media, etc. And, of course, the podcast, what's going yeah. on with you. Yeah, so leche fans, that's a real. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want, you can just call them mga leche. Mga leche. <laughs> leche. Uh, yes, thank you so much. First of all, thank you guys for having me uh, and for giving me this opportunity. But yes, uh, the whole full season of the last 24 hours, you don't even have to wait for, uh, you know, uh, episodes to come. It's all there. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Anchor or any other of, you know, podcast platforms. Um, season one is up. I'm uh, working on season two, and it should be available beginning of May. Fingers crossed. Um, and if you want to get in touch with me, if you want to suggest cases, if you want to talk about any of the cases that I've discussed in my podcast, uh, yeah, message me on at Historia Nijet, and I'll do my best to uh, get back to you or to just shoot the shit. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but 
Yeah, thank you very much, Jet. And I mean, that's like one of the best things ever that you come out with the full season already because I, for one, cannot wait yeah. every single week. You're like a Netflix. You're like a Netflix <laughs> I show. I know. Yes, binge listen to the last 24 hours. Yeah. And thank you again for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah. Pleasure, and we cannot wait. I, I honestly cannot wait yeah, to listen. True. Um, uh, when your tra- trailer came out, I actually share. I think I shared your Instagram story, oh, okay. and I'm like, I cannot wait for this. Yeah. So, so Jed, of course, is part of Podcast Network Asia. Thank you to Podcast yeah. Network Asia. Uh, yeah, we'll 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 feature more of the uh, the podcast on there. But just you know, just just uh, just shows that there are a lot of different kinds of shows on mm-hmm. PNA, including Jets. Yeah. So, yeah, once again, listen to the last 24 hours. And Jet, uh, whenever we have a guest here on Just Letches, we do our outro song. And we always ask our guests to end it with us. Uh, you just have to say Halo Halo Show. You can say it in any way that you want. Uh, so we'll, we'll do the song and then you just say Halo Halo Show in whatever style that you want. Are you, are you game with that? Super game. Okay. Right, here Ready? I go. Ready? Go, Reeks. Take it away, Jet. Hello, show. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 